In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, obviously, today is Father's Day. And in light of all that is happening around us, the violence and the shooting and the political rhetoric, all of which just seems to go on and on and on, I I have to admit to you that uh, I really struggled with what I wanted to say this day. And after thought and prayer, what I've done is I've decided to speak this day of our Father, the Father that we share in common, and to be reminded of his love for each of us and for his creation. To tell the story that we know so well, that story that has formed us, made us who we are, doing so as I retell the story, doing so with the hope that we might be reminded of who we are and whose we are. Once upon a time, or before time actually, before there were clocks or calendars or any such thing, God was all there was. And and no one knows anything about that time because no one was there to know it. But somewhere in the middle of that time, before time, God decided to make a world. Maybe God was bored. Maybe God was lonely. Maybe God just liked to make things, but whatever the reason, God made a world, this world, and he filled it with the most astonishing things, humpback whales that sing, white striped skunks that stink, and birds with more colors on them than a whole box of crayons. And God stood back and looked, and he was pleased. He loved his creation. Except except there was something missing. And at first God couldn't think of what it was, and then it began to dawn on him. It was as if he had made this great masterpiece and had forgotten to sign it. So God made two things instead of one. They were alike, but they were different. But both would be reflections of him. God made a man and a woman who could keep him and each other company as well. It wasn't long before God found himself falling in love with them more than any other part of his creation. He, he just simply liked being with them more than any of the, of, the, of, the, of the other creatures he had made. He especially liked walking with them in the garden and talking with them 
in the cool of the evening. Can you imagine? It almost broke God's heart when they got together behind his back and they did the one thing that God had asked them not to do. And then on top of that, they hid from him while God searched the garden until way past after dark, calling out their names time and time again. Well, things were different after that. God still loved his creatures best of all, but, but the attraction wasn't all that mutual anymore. Oh gosh, the birds were still crazy about God and, and dolphins and raccoons still loved God more than anything they could think of, but human beings began to have other things on their minds. They were busy learning how to make things, to grow things, to buy things, to sell things. And the more they learned to do for themselves, the less they depended on God, their father. And it wasn't long before human beings forgot about God almost altogether, at least many human beings. They, they call themselves self-made men and women, as if that were a plus and not a minus. They honestly began to believe that they had created themselves. And they liked the results so much that they divided themselves into groups of people who looked and thought and talked alike. And you just wouldn't believe, you couldn't imagine the kind of trouble that began to get them into. Everything from armed warfare to, to cities split right down the middle with one kind of people living on that side of the line and another kind on the other. All the while, God was thinking. God was thinking, how can I save them from themselves and from each other? How, how can I restore the relationship that we once had? How can my creation be made new? How can my creation be what it was intended to be from the very beginning. Well, God had an idea. Actually, it was a daring plan. Because if he did it, he would be putting himself at the mercy of his creatures. People could do anything they wanted to him. If he seriously meant to become one of us, there would be no escape if things turn sour. But God thought, how else can I persuade them that, 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 that I know their lives inside and out unless I come myself and live like one of them? There was risk. He knew that. It was a high risk. 
But that was part of what he wanted his creatures to know, that he, God, was willing to risk everything in order to get back close to us again in the hope that we might love him again. So once upon a time, another time, far off in the distance came the sound of a newborn baby's cry. What is it that God wants? On this Father's Day, what does God the Father want? What can we give God? Not much, really. There's not really much that he wants or needs from us. Actually, it can be summarized in two biblical verses. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. And you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. That's what God wants. Let us pray. Oh God, you have made us in your own image. And you have redeemed us through your son, Jesus Christ, when he came to visit us in great humility. Look with compassion upon the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth. That in your good time, all nations and races may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.